gentlemen, welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here late on this Tuesday evening as I discuss Game 1 of the National League Wild Card postseason series between the Miami Marlins and the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies win it by a final of 4-1 to tonight. And we'll be recapping all of it here, reacting to it. Um, want to start off by what a moment, you know, not even during the game, but pregame for Reese Hoskins to throw out the first pitch of the uh, wild card series. I thought it was awesome. Um, thought it was great that he was out there doing that. Me and my dad were sitting here, you know, we were wondering who's it going to be, who's it going to be. Um, we were throwing names around, Nick Foles maybe. Brad Lidge, Steve Carlton, um, you know, and uh, and it's Reese Hoskins. That was such an awesome moment. Um, the crowd was great all night long. I mean, you got to see, you know, and hear, especially hear the uh, the boos, the the cheers, and everything that went into it. I mean, it was just a great atmosphere. Um, really awesome stuff from the fans, and then. You know, now then it's time to all right. Let's go. Let's play. And it's uh, Zach Wheeler on the bump. I thought he was. I gosh, I thought he was excellent. I mean, there was nothing uh, that I that I thought that he really did that I could even come in here and critique. I mean, he was awesome. You know the uh, the way he was able to just mow guys down was I, I was. I mean, his sweeper tonight was the best I've seen it all season. Um, his curveball, the way he was able to mix that in there, and he just dropped that thing in there. Uh, it was unbelievable um, watching Zach. Really, really good stuff out of Zach Wheeler. I think, you know, um, that is probably the best start we've seen of Zach all season long. I know that that's kind of, you know, it's tough to really – you know, judge it because, you know, you got to think about all the, all the starts, but he was, he was that darn good. Um, you know, he was 19 for 24 first pitch strikes. I mean, I thought that was, that was a huge part there, uh, into it. I mean, he was really, really on from the beginning of each at bat and it was just, you know, three up, three down, three up, three down from him, gave up five hits, Eight strikeouts. The the what stood out to me the most though was no walks, and I thought that that was so important. And you know when I saw that, I thought to myself, how many full counts did he really get into? I mean, I don't believe Zach Wheeler really got into, I mean, any full counts. And you know he got in trouble there in the seventh uh, when he was obviously pulled, and it was uh, you know not even a ball that got out into the outfield. I mean, it was a great stop by Alec Bohm. You know, going to his right, he made an excellent, excellent job with the back pick, and then from his, from you know, from his, the ground, he tried making a a heroic throw across the diamond that unfortunately um, wasn't in time. But you know, you have to hand it to him for for at least trying to get it over there. I mean, uh, for a minute, I thought he might just you know eat it and and not even make a play, but it was close. I mean, had he reacted. Because I think he looked home and then went to first, um, you know, if I remember correctly. If he had reacted right away and went right to first, 
I don't think De La Cruz would have been able to beat that out. I mean, and he was he was busting it too down the line. I mean, uh, Brian De La Cruz was was moving. So it was awesome. Uh, Jose Alvarado then comes in. Um, you know, I I just said it was awesome. It wasn't awesome that they gave up a run there. Um, obviously not. But then Jose Alvarado came in and and he was awesome. Um, he was just. You know, comes in uh, with two outs, gets the job done. Then into the into the eighth, gave up a hit, but then came back and and got got outs. Uh, and uh, then with um, you know, gave up that that bloop hit to Luis Arise. Now here was, I thought one of the biggest head scratching moves. And I mean, I guess because of his bat, you can't really take him out in case this game goes further on. But choosing not to uh, skip Schumacher, choosing not to pinch run for Luis Arise there, I was dumbfounded by. Um, Jeff Hoffman though comes in and gets an out, uh, you know, on four pitches to Jorge Soler, who, by the way, I think I don't know what other option you have in these high leverage eighth inning situations or or whenever Hoffman might come in. But Soler was on him. I mean, Soler was doing a pretty, pretty darn good job, um, you know. And and he just, you know, uh, grounded one to short. And this is where it was head scratching because, you know, Turner just went right to Stott. I mean, you know, you probably would have thought that he would have made it a little bit harder and gone to um, Harper if Arise was running well. But on that ankle, I mean, you know, couldn't couldn't get it done. Craig Kimbrell. Giving up that leadoff hit to Josh Bell, I mean, oh boy. But um, the bulk was interesting. And I think on TV, on the broadcast, they said, well, it's the pitch com. It's not the pitch com. Miami, earlier in the season, when the Phillies were playing the Marlins, Miami picked up on where Craig Kimbrell puts the ball in his glove and how he you know, comes out this glove. And if you notice, they're going to put their hands on their head They'll do it. I mean, it's the signal put there, or at least they'll give a signal to the hitter. That was the signal in Miami where they put their hands on their head. They know it's in the strike zone and to swing. So that's the situation there with with that going on. That's why he balked. I know there's a lot of questions as to why he did that. That's why. Um, but uh, he was able to get through the ninth, and uh, the Phils, you know, Got uh got the four one win now for the offense. I mean one through nine, starting lineup. Uh, everyone got a hit. You know Kyle Schwarber leading off the game with a big hit against Jesus Lazardo. And I mentioned coming in, you know you got to be patient against him. Got to be patient. And they were. They did just that. Kyle Schwarber, you know, leads off with a hit. Then Trey Turner with a double. Um, and then Alec Bohm. So here is one talking point that I really wanted to have and I think you know obviously I would I'd be disappointed in myself if I if I didn't bring it up and would be ticked off that I didn't later on uh realizing that um you know looking back on it that I didn't bring up this talking point which is Dusty Watham my god um listen Alec Bohm the fly ball to right look Bohm is put in that situation to in that situation, all Bohm's looking to do is make sure the runner from third gets home. Whether it's a sack fly, it's a hit up the, you know, up the middle. Whether it's a double, a homer, all he's doing is trying to get that run in from third. He's not trying to do too much, which he did a great job there. He got it out in the right, and you know, um, 
that should not have been, you know, Jesus Sanchez, you know, the reports were heard Rob Thompson talk about a post game. He's got a good arm out there. I mean, you know, he is a right fielder for a reason. Um, but, you know, and I was, I guess I was annoyed after the fact because looking back on it, obviously he should have sent him. But when you look at where the, where Schwarber was halfway down the line, he was trying to go all the way. Um, you know, there was really no reason there to hold back Schwarber. But then he calls him back and then the throws up the line. Schwarber would have scored. There was no reason to really not send him, um, you know, when you look back on it. But, okay. Then you've got two on um, and a big opportunity here to get runs uh, with JT and Nick Castellanos um, on second and third and Bryson Stott, you know, singles uh, it up the middle. Um, or not up the middle, in into the outfield on a couple hops. JT scores. But we know Nick Nick Castellanos doesn't have blazing speed. Nick Castellanos is not that fast. Um, we've seen a couple times where, you know, and I, you know, I'm not, I haven't seen the replay if Dusty was holding him or if he was waving him. But if he was waving him, that was really stupid because you had no outs in that situation. You got Pache coming up. He already got you an RBI earlier. You know, you gotta, um, or excuse me, he he then gets you the RBI. But he could have gotten you two more right there with Stott coming home and Castellanos. And the next thing you know, you've got yourself in a uh, in a 4 nothing lead. And you're really putting it on the Marlins. I don't know. I thought that, you know, him sending Nick was really dumb. Um, I get it, you know, you want to be aggressive, but, you know, and I guess that's kind of going back on what I'm saying earlier, but in that situation, knowing Castellanos' speed from second, that ball was not over the head of, um, Jazz Chisholm. Why are you not holding him there? And if it was Schwarber, I'd say the same thing. You know, if it was Bohm, I probably would say the same thing. Castellanos tried doing his best to get his hand in there. Didn't happen. Pache was able to get the single. 3-0 Philly, so they at least got that third run up on the board. Um, and then we go back to another dusty error, which was later on, bottom of the eighth. Harper, who just, you know, uh, singled and um, a leadoff single and two previous at-bats. JT then flies out to have one out. Nick with a great double down the left field line. And, you know, when... When that ball went all the way to the wall, in my mind, no doubt Harper's going. And I'm saying to myself, you know, he's not he's not holding them. He's not holding, you know, he's sending Harper. He's sending Harper. Harper scores. I'm like, okay, there we go. Dusty, you know, made a right decision. Then you see on the replay, he's holding him. He's got the stop sign up. It's Bryce Harper. We know he's an aggressive guy. If anything, him seeing that Dusty's putting up the stop sign... That may have slowed him down a little bit because he may have, you know, maybe second-guessed himself for just a smidge, even though it didn't look like it, but you never know. He's got that helmet off. He's going. That's a tall tale sign. Harper is heading to the plate, you know, and I thought that was a ridiculous, uh, you know, job by Dusty there as well. So the offense, listen, 
They did an excellent job tonight. They scratched out four runs. Uh, you're, if you heard Kyle Schwarber talk about a post-game live, didn't need to be sexy. You know, needed to uh, to get some hits any way you can get those runs in. That's exactly what the Phils did. I thought they did a great job. Their approach to the plate tonight was one of the best I had seen um, from these Phillies in in honestly all season. I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, but they did a great job. Not trying to do too much, taking what the pitcher was giving them. I thought top to bottom, everyone did a great job. Christian Pache was excellent. Johan Rojas. And, you know, the Phillies also not only did a good job at the plate, but on the base paths. I mean, three stolen bases. Um, excellent job, you know, by Johan Rojas. By Trey Turner. Twice you see Trey Turner going. You see, the second Rojas got on base, I said, all right, we're going. You know, it's time to move. He did just that. Um, and I thought that was great. I thought that the Phillies tonight, you know, really, really um, impressive at-bats, uh, patient at-bats, just all around an excellent job. Uh, very, very good job. Um, I can't say it enough, clearly, that uh, that the Phillies did. So now we go to tomorrow. So on the bump for the Marlins, Braxton Garrett. Um, another lefty they're throwing at you, Braxton Garrett. You know, nine and seven, three six six ERA, one hundred fifty six strikeouts, a one point one five WHIP. Um, this is gonna. It's another. It's another uh, game where you have to be patient. You have to go up there. You have to be patient against him. You know, not attacking early, not looking to clock the ball four hundred feet. Be patient. Take it. You know, at bat by at bat. That's what they did tonight to Jesus Lazardo. They have to do the same thing again tomorrow to Braxton Garrett. Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Listen, what we saw last year, um, or excuse me, what we saw last week on Tuesday, and okay, and what we saw last year out of Aaron Nola in that game two against the St. Louis Cardinals, where he was excellent. We need that from him again tomorrow. And Aaron Nola, you know, you saw it last Tuesday against Pittsburgh. He went out and was just awesome. You know, probably his best start of the season. Again, we need that tomorrow. Um, and, you know, there was a little sentimental there. I said about this earlier in the summer when he went up against Zach Eflin, and he really was awesome against Zach Eflin. We need to see that again tomorrow um, against the Miami Marlins. A sentimental start. You know, might be his last game pitching at Citizens Bank Park in his for the Phillies in his career. Like to see him go out on a high note. I mean, you know, I... I, for one, would love to see it, especially Aaron Nola. You know, I mean, how long he has been with the Phillies. Um, it would be awesome to see him go out tomorrow and be Aaron Nola. You know, but we know that the Marlins, uh, it's hasn't been exactly uh, a, a fantastic year for Nola against Miami. I'd like to see him come out and be confident in his stuff. Aaron Nola, when he's confident and he's dialed in, he is, he is awesome. I mean, I you know, <laughs> I can't be, I can't stress it enough. He is like it's weird how um, different Nola is when he's really when he's got his stuff and when he just needs to battle. You know, when he battles, sometimes it's it's a little lofty, but when he's on, man, he's on. It's like uh, in the movie Miracle. You know, about the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team. 
uh, Herb Brooks when he said to uh, Craig Patrick, his assistant coach, when Patrick was like, oh, why are you going with uh, Craig instead of this other goalie that's been, you know, that you won a national championship in Minnesota. You know, the Craig's confidence has been, you know, has uh, hurt him and he's, you know, his game hasn't been right since his mother passed away. And then Herb Brooks responds, have you ever seen him when his game is on? That's how I feel about Aaron Nola. You know, when he's he's out there and he's dialed in and he's got that fastball working and his, you know, K-curve is going, he's, he's, I mean, it's one of the best pitchers in baseball. I mean, it's that good. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in here to the 610 podcast. I'll be back on tomorrow night recapping game two of this uh, Phillies-Marlins series. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be another night, a sweated out night. I'll tell you, I'm drenched in sweat, a little TMI, but I don't care. I am drenched. It it was a, it was a crazy, crazy day. It'll be a um, crazy game, crazy day, too, with all the baseball we had going on, but probably will be another crazy, uh, crazy night tomorrow night. Hopefully the Phils win those. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you.